who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Les hang out. Let's hang out. And let's talk about what lessons have found. Let's hang out. And let's listen to two lesbians shout. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Let's Hang Out, the podcast where we want to know how do I get you alone? Oh, that's good. Alone. There you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I had to let you get that one, Ellie, you know. Yes, thank you for that. I'm trying to make as many of them musical for us this season as we humanly it's can. It's really working. From the West Coast, I'm Lee Holmes Foster. And from the East Coast, I'm Ellie Brigida. To those of you who have been with us through this whole journey, thank you as always for listening. If you're a new listener, welcome. We're excited to have you here. Here's what's happening this week. This week in the Lesdom. This week in the Lesdom is somewhere that we touch base every episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. And this week, we want to remind you that we have trivias every month right now. And our next one coming up is another round of Shits Creek trivia. You can't go wrong. Wait. With Shit's Creek. So we are going to have a whole new question set. If you've come to any of our previous Shit's Creek trivia nights, these are all new questions. Do not miss out. We are going to have two events for this. Again, the first one will be on a Thursday night, March 25th, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. We will also have a second round of those same questions on Saturday, March 27th, starting at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Have you all heard? We are writing an original podcast musical called The Flame. It's going to be absolutely all kinds of gay fun, <laughs> but we do still need your help to make it. We have just launched a Patreon page. You can find that at patreon.com slash the flame musical. You will get all kinds of perks like previews of our songs. Our first song preview went up this past week for Always That Girl, sung by the one and only Chalina Kennedy. So if you want to hear that, you can head over to our Patreon. There's also behind-the-scenes videos, like you can hear me explaining some of the thought process that went into writing some of the lyrics From in the that brilliant song. mind of Lee. So, <laughs> yeah, that's what we should title all of them. <laughs> yeah. Um... 
So if you just want to get like a little bit more of the behind the scenes view of making this musical and also help us make this and other musicals in the future, it's a great way to make that happen. We've been having so much fun. We can't wait for you all to hear this. And we're just constantly and endlessly blown away by all of the support. So you can head to patreon.com slash the flame musical to find that and check it out. And in the greater Les universe... A new movie recently came out on Netflix called I Care A Lot, starring Rosamund Pike, who actually won a Golden Globe for her role. I know people have been talking about it all over Twitter. I saw it um, obsessed with the main couple because they're so beautiful and attractive together. Also, we have some queer women as villains, which, you know, the more queer rep we get, the more we can have imperfect queer characters. And I'm all for that. So I thought it was great. Amazing. Also, I have important news, everyone, that I wanted to share some personal updates. I have started watching Dickinson, okay? (laughs) Shout out to our our intern, Kristen, who did offer to let me use her Apple TV subscription. But when I went to do that, I also realized that apparently the new phone I just bought gave me a free year of Apple TV. So I had literally no excuse. So I've already started... Don't worry. I know a lot of you were concerned and I just want you to feel at ease that I'm I'm catching up, okay? It's it's begun. I am invested. So, don't worry. Lee, I will I will one up you and say I just started Sense8. I feel so much joy at this. <laughs> so, I'm very happy about that as well. I think I'm almost done with the first season. I'm loving it, of course. And I can't wait to keep watching. So, but that's, I'm very, very far behind the boat on that one. So you're fine on Dickinson. (laughs) In other news, I found this article. Whenever, whenever I Google search lesbian, just some weird (laughs) stuff comes up and I love it. So it's the best. Google search lesbian and found this article titled Mel C wished she was a lesbian. Mel C, for those of you who don't know her by Mel C, she is Sporty Spice of the Spice Girls. And this entire article I read is just her saying, oh, yeah, everyone thinks I'm gay. We know. And she said, I don't know. Maybe I am gay. Sometimes I wish I was a lesbian. Spoiler alert. If you think a lot about being a lesbian, you just might be a lesbian. Love you, Mel C. Reach, reach for the stars. Believe in your dreams, Melcy. That's our message. If you to wish you. it, you can be it. <laughs> if you dream it, <laughs> love you, sporty. Uh, so many gay you. awakenings from that um, woman. I almost don't even want to say our next point because that's such a high note to end on and such a sad thing. But I feel like we should at least commemorate that we just just passed last week moment of silence for March 3rd, which is, of course, the anniversary of Lexa's death. And, you know, I think our fairy gay mother, Dana Pickley, said it best that it was a horrible event, but also brought about so much change and uh, movement and, you know, kind of activism centered around that happening. So at least it has led to good things and better representation, and yet still a somber, somber memory. So moment of silence for Alexa. And with that, that's what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee. We are so excited to bring you episode 14 of season four, 
homo alone and we we are even more excited to be joined by a special guest we have mari taren here to to talk us through pandemic life on, on your own i am crying <laughs> oh my god mari thank you so much for joining us today of course absolutely thanks for having me guys Lee was very excited to to do that title because we reached out to Mari today and she very graciously said, yeah, let's talk tonight. You wanted to talk about being single during a pandemic. And so Lee, as she does, came up with the name Homo Alone. That one's just very good. You. We constantly say our aesthetic for the podcast is gay blues clues puns. So it's just it's <laughs> why as soon as you. you said like, also, we could talk about this. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> no, that's oh, perfect. Oh, no, we need to. <laughs> For any of you who don't know Mari, she is an actor. She's a writer known for Last Night Was a Mistake. But you might also know her for her very, very gay and very amazing TikTok, which we will also be talking about. We're going to talk about so much stuff. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's going to be great. Here for it. I love to talk, especially about <laughs> myself. <laughs> well, you're in the right place. <laughs> Actually, why don't we talk a little bit about how you started your TikTok? Because did you you start your TikTok during the pandemic? Yes. So I started my TikTok in April, never had it before. And well, actually, I have this like terrible thing is that like probably like a year, two years ago, I got an email from somebody saying like before TikTok was anything and they were like, we want you to like try, you know, be one of the first ones on this app, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, and this is weird. No. And I didn't. <laughs> and I felt so stupid because, like, looking back, I'm like, damn it. I thought it was a scam. But no. So I didn't get one until April. I think I downloaded it in like, I don't know, January because it sent me like my little like anniversary thing. But I remember going on it and being like, this is a lot. And then immediately like getting off it. And then I don't know. I just started to get into it. And then I became like very obsessed, like real. I think, yeah, I think that's, (laughs) I think that's how we all were and are with TikTok. I also think I started around, actually my anniversary was, (laughs) uh, was in December because I remember I started one because my cousins who are younger than me at two Christmases ago were like, Ellie, you need to go on TikTok and like, make content like there's you know all kinds of singers on there and blah blah blah. i was like i'll check it out and then i never used it until probably the same as you yeah i was like it was overwhelming i had no idea what it was i didn't know how it worked and i was like how why am i just gonna like keep looking through video now i literally it's like oh my god it's so funny sometimes i'm like actually crying like people are so clever i oh yes my soapbox this season of the podcast is that I'm like, TikTok gives me so much hope for the future. Like, yeah. The the youths are fine. They're great. They're talented. They're funny. They're resourceful. Like, I... That's my new, my new soapbox is literally TikTok. TikTok is yes. great. Everyone should be on TikTok. I love it. It's taking over my life. It's a problem. It's too addictive. But you should all have TikToks. <laughs> it's, it, I try to get everybody into it and it's always like the same thing of people being like, oh, I don't, I don't want to like, oh, I'm not going to do it. Like, no, I'm not going to download it. And then they start like opening the links and then they're like, well, I can't like comment. I have to like, join. and then they get them to join and then they become like 
super obsessed with it. And it's I'm like, it's crazy because it learns you so fast. It learns you to a scary degree. Yeah. It, I'm going to ask insane. you a very personal question. What's on your For You page? Uh oh. Oh, man. <laughs> So are you going to share too, Ellie? Is that what we're doing? Oh yeah, you have to I, say. Yeah, I'll share. Yeah. It's but it you you have changes. To, you know. So it like changes like a little bit, but I like for a while I I acted I like I ended up on like brick talk. So I was just watching a bunch of like bricklaying and like cement always frog <laughs> talk. Like I always find myself with frogs. I have happened upon potato talk. Potato talk. Have you been on? Have you seen Potato Talk? Yes. Here, so here's the problem because what I've decided. One of the things for me too that that does occasionally mess with my algorithm is like my new love language is sending people TikToks that That's make me think of them. It. And I I have a friend who is like obsessed with potatoes. Like her her <laughs> I thing know, like, is. Why do you potatoes. say that as that's a normal thing? <laughs> like <laughs> no, oh, no, no. Yeah. Like I know I know people who like potatoes, and then like there's them. like she loves potatoes. That's like literally her her birthday this year like someone just came by and dropped off like bags and bags and bags of potato chips and she was like this is the best day ever so she loves potatoes and every time i would come across a potato video i would like send her be like oh my god potatoes but then uh, my tiktok started realizing like you share potato (laughs) oh god and i was like oh i live on potato talk sometimes now so it comes it comes up here and there potato talk is funny mostly i mean i have a lot of obviously lesbian tiktok like a lot of black lives matter I mean, I'm living in a bubble on my TikTok of, I don't, I'm not, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm n- almost never on straight TikTok. I'm never on Trump TikTok. Like, really, I, I do picture, I'm like, what other TikToks are out there? And like, oh, very artsy. So like, I have a lot of like, like one of my favorites is like watching jewelry being made, like watching like, <laughs> what is it? Like those satisfying videos, <laughs> like those weird, like, weird like so satisfying and like it's pr- i yeah. say it's pretty boring like it's that like someone like smoothing a layer of foam or something yeah or yeah. like a little thing i saw somebody like cutting through soap i was like oh <laughs> man so it's like that kind of stuff it's very comedic and very liberal and uh, like but sometimes you I get in there this app if you found yourself on fish talk like my friend sent me stuff and like, i accidentally got on fish talk the comments are like unbelievable like what is fish talk just fish stuff like betas like a lot of betas of course of course sorry i wasn't sure if it was like fish uh, or it was like ph like oh no no. not like no this is like legit like animal fish and then people get really mad because in the end of these huge fights in the comments about like how your beta should be raised and like it's like so aggressive (laughs) it's like it's really funny though Wow, I thought parenting TikTok was bad, but like that's oh, you're on parenting TikTok. I don't have that. Oh God, yeah, it's so wild to me to see like the completely different TikToks that people are on because you know when you're in your for you page and you're like, oh, like this thing that everyone's talking about, and you're like, and other people are like, no one's talking about that. Like, (laughs) like for example, but actually, I do think I also just find the like random trends on TikTok so weird and funny. Do you know the woodchuck revolution? No, but I have heard somebody else say of this. Okay. So I haven't seen one, it personally. That one freaked me out because I was like, it is like you see that and it has like millions of views and you're like, 
okay, so everyone knows what the woodchuck revolution is. But like, no, they don't. And also, why would everyone know what this random thing is? But then like you get in this weird TikTok bubble where you're like, everyone has this shared collective mind that Explain doesn't the make woodchuck any revolution. sense. Yeah, what is the word? For the listeners, Ellie. Okay, so for me. Knowledge. Honestly, like such a weird thing. So the woodchuck revolution is basically, <laughs> I think it started because there was a TikTok of, there was a TikTok sound that was so creepy of like the, the woodchuck's woodchuck wood song like how much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood and it's like with like drums and all this kind of stuff and then there's this guy who like green screened himself in the woods and was like you're the last human alive during the woodchuck revolution and this is their like war song coming for you and then it just spiraled like people are like doing dances to it people are writing their own music like based on the woodchuck revolution it's so weird what how have i I've completely missed it i've seen a bit of the sea shanty like people singing oh my yeah God, that sea shanty talk you know what my favorite part of sea shanty talk too is like i love seeing so what is the thing that like tips people into like oh yeah maybe tiktok is great right because i'm like yeah. i've been on the soapbox for a while and i have been sending people like ridiculous tiktoks that i think are hysterical for a while and then it's like you know y'all, like i'll have some of my friends where like sea shanty talk blew up and it's like i had some of our friends that i have been sending tiktoks to for like months and they were like oh my god like we discovered sea shanty talk and like you know he's obsessed with it now or like i have another friend that i saw on facebook and his new tiktok obsession was sync reviews tiktok there's like a tiktok account that like all they do is review the sinks in like various buildings and i'm like it is so fascinating to me to discover like what is the thing what's happening like Like, i'm serious what is happening like i don't i don't even know but i i love it so much sink reviews i get a lot of guinea pigs at times like the, the you live in such a different place i love it so much i know it's such a great app i just it's crazy too like Every morning, like, you know, me and my girlfriend will just be scrolling on TikTok. And it's like, I look over at her and I'm like, what is happening? Like, it literally is we're in the same bed and I'm like, we are living in different social media worlds. Like, she, like, has all kinds of, like, puppy videos. And, like, she, like, you know, she's, like, obsessed with her cat. So she has all kinds of, like, cat videos and stuff like that. And I just have, like, Bridgerton the musical. I have a lot of cat videos. Lots of cat videos. And she's never heard of it. I'm like singing these songs and she's like, I have no clue what you're talking about. But then the gay thing, I do feel like though that I'd say the majority of like the queers, probably we probably see that same stuff. Yes. Well, you showed up on my For You page many times. (laughs) And so I think on Lee's as well. So that's why you were like front of mind for us today. Yeah. Because you got some good ones. Let's talk. Let's talk about your lesbian starter kit video because I just, mm. I just, I just love it. What, what was it inspired by? Were you a beanie? Were you a beanie girl when you came out? Um, I didn't start wearing beanies until recently. Like, okay, so I did have like the kind that, like, you would wear like back here almost, and like it didn't have the the flip to it. Not like in a cool way. How it is like cool now. But now I feel like all lesbians just like love beanies. And so it like a lot of my ideas came to me at like 10 p.m. at night. And I was just like sitting there. I yeah, I just like 
kind of ran with it. And it's the thing about TikTok is like, you don't know when something's going to hit. I had no idea. And I thought that it would just be like, well, this is funny. And, but then that concept started working. But, you know, with that comes a lot of people. Responsibility. And just like <laughs> a lot of people saying that I'm like majorly stereotyping and like, which I mean, I kind of am, but stereotypes are based in reality. <laughs> so find I me lesbians yeah. who don't like beanies and who don't, whoa, who don't like, what else did I say in that? Like granola. <laughs> I had all I that keep- stuff for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did you have to go to the store to buy it? No. None of it. It was literally all in my house already because I'm gay. So I was like, I'm just like, like I wonder if people can relate, kind of. Yeah. And clearly people can. People like went nuts for the bisexual one. Though I did get a lot a couple of people telling me I was biphobic because I have a joke where I'm like, all right, pick one. And I'm like, just kidding. We know you can't choose. And yes. <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> and uh, It's a really hard app to be tongue-in-cheek on. Like, it, it really is. It is. It's like, I've noticed between TikTok, I was just telling my friend this, is like, I recently got onto, like, Reels on Instagram Reels, and it's super different. Like It's very different. People yeah. will just be like, don't care. <laughs> like, I got yeah. just like... No, it's, it's also funny. I don't know if you've noticed people this are so as well. Because like, reels. Well, and your your TikTok has like, you have way more followers than I do. But it's like, what's funny is I have, I have very few followers on TikTok. When we post stuff on our reels, like, because reels is so desperate for content still, that like, you get a lot more uh, traction. And it's like, it's the same as with any app. It's like the second you hit a certain you know, like, number of people viewing your stuff, it's just, like, it becomes a dumpster fire uh, immediately, so. It's so weird, because I don't get, I don't get any of that. Like, literally, the video, like, I'm very lucky. I have almost no hate. Like, the most, like, is somebody being like, that's kind of biphobic, and then I'm like, it's not, because I'm talking about myself. (laughs) Like, it's a personal, like, thing. But, like, I was so mad that the last video that I posted the other day, like, it's got like 4,000 comments and not one fucking person was like, you're hot. Everybody was so respectful. Okay, wait, wait. <laughs> Can we, let's talk about this. Because obviously one of the things that you did pitch is is the fact that you are solo pandemic life right yes. now. What is, have you tried the whole like TikTok as a dating scene? Because I feel like I see so much of this and I am so curious. Like what is, what, what? What well, is that like? So, yeah. <laughs> um, I, yeah, so I was, I've been single through the entire pandemic and before the pandemic, but not as much before the <laughs> pandemic. But yeah, like I have met one girl. Nothing's like come out of it. And I'm not into long, di- I don't, I'm 30 years old. Like I don't want to do a long distance relationship. Like, especially one that starts long distance. So it's harder because there are a lot. You're like, every relationship is long distance right now. We don't need this. Literally. And I've been in long distance relationships. I don't want that. So that's where I feel like I differ because there's a lot of these, like, I see all those videos too, where people like meet on TikTok and then they're like all obsessed with each other and they live in like Connecticut. And then they're like, I flew to Australia for you and now we're in love. Yeah, Yeah. I get it. And I I saw one and then they broke up like two weeks later and I was like, no, I don't want that time. But I did meet, or I've become friends with like pretty good friends with two girls that I met on there. And then one that I met recently lives in LA and we have 
hung out. That's exciting. <laughs> Wait, so how do you how do you meet? Like they DM you? Yeah. So I don't I, I really haven't, I guess, like shot my shot much on TikTok. But yeah, what so you know, like when you match with somebody, it like shows your give like the message and yeah, just like messages like this girl that I've been like hanging out or chatting with or whatever, like she just like sent me a message. She followed me and like sent me a message and then I was like, You're too young. <laughs> I said that in my message. <laughs> I said because they put their age. I'm like, okay, first off, I don't put my age. Everyone puts their age. I don't yeah. put my age because <laughs> I don't need that. Like I, I did when I was still 29, I put it and then I turned 30 and I was like, you know, <laughs> that's the limit. Just, well, I'm dead now. It's fine. I should just put like millennial, but she had her age. And so I was like, I just going to tell you that I think you're too young for me. And I'm going to tell you that, but clearly, <laughs> well, I guess she's not <laughs> like, <laughs> I do appreciate people shooting their shot, though. And yeah. I also feel like, I mean, if you look at it like, okay, TikTok is a dating app. Like, if you think about Tinder, like, I love how you said when you matched, you just meant like you oh, both God. followed each other. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, I said matched. But it is, <laughs> it is almost like it is. You can't message someone on TikTok. You can't. Right. You Unless you both follow each other. Well, they can't you, see it though, right? You can up to I a certain number. It. You get like a certain three. number. So yeah. you can have it. You can get three. You can set it up so that if you don't, if they don't match, like, match. If you guys aren't following each other, you don't get any. Or like mine is set up where I get message requests so I can see up to three messages that they send. And so oh, they go into a folder saying that says like people you might not know or, or message requests or something. So you see that, but like if anybody, she knows for sure. Cause oh. I used one of mine to message her today. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, okay, I, look like I think, I think mine, I'm like either mine's off or nobody's trying to shoot their shot with me. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you that Fletcher's is off and you can't send her a message unless God damn she follows it, no. <laughs> you. So learn that was the only person I was going to shoot my shot with. And I, couldn't <laughs> I truly applaud you <laughs> she did see one of my videos because she's like friends with one of my friends and she sent her a video and I was like oh fuck no, you know I what I know. noticed too Megan Trainer commented on your last video she follows me now that is so cool like that's one of the things I really love I'm like sorry to keep going on our TikTok rant we're gonna keep circling around but it is really cool thing about TikTok that like famous people can just see you on your on your there for you page like that's it's not yeah that's it's really cool, cool. I also love how somebody who doesn't have a major following can blow up from one video like and yeah. and you, careers and things can be started from it. You don't have to have like a huge, you know, and that makes me happy is like you can go viral on one of your first videos. My like second video I ever put out really like took off. And so that was that's like cool and big fan, big fan. But yeah, I, I like was like. Should I say something? Because she followed me before I even followed her. And because I like Megan Trainer, I have my, like, she's great. But I didn't, like, know she was on TikTok. So, and Super I'm like, cool. I can message her. And I'm like, what should I say? Like, hi. <laughs> like, <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell followed me shoot yesterday. Your shot. Shoot your Rosie shot. Rosie did? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, should I say hi? Or just, like, leave it? So I feel like I you left. definitely, you, wanna, you, you have to, cool, you have right? to say, it's no, I, cool. I, I, Lee's like, play it cool. Right. I'm like, 
shoot Rosie a message and be tell her you loved her in a league of their own. <laughs> yeah. That's what I want to say. That is Ask like. her to start her next movie. That's so that is the thing. I'm like, should I take my shot that way and be like, hey, like opportunity wise, like, should I like try to network it like that? Or I don't know. I haven't thought about that's, it. That's for sure a good networking networking vibe. That makes you me feel nervous, that, but yeah. like, then what? What if the worst thing is she doesn't respond or says no? I feel like she will. She's like, she's also, I also just crack up. She's one of the celebrities too, who like is such a TikTok ambassador. She's so like, does like them exactly. I feel like if my mom had TikTok. Yeah. She like loves like, duetting with duetting random people. people. Yeah. I, know. <laughs> I really, I really want to make a TikTok um, about Rosie because <laughs> we always listen to her Christmas album at my house. And I want to do this like TikTok where I'm like, you know, she sang with Elmo once. She can sing. She can sing. She sings. She's, <laughs> she's done an album. <laughs> Sorry, what? Rosie. Love you. But <laughs> she has like two Christmas albums and she sings with so many random people. She sings with Cher. She sings with Elmo. There's a bunch of people. I don't, Cher. I'm like, Elmo's, Elmo. I'm like, Elmo's the biggest one. Just and the, the icons. Only, yeah. Icons only. That's but it. I want to wow. sing. I want to sing the Elmo duet and like see if she'll duet with me. <laughs> we'll I think that, do you please want me to message her? Oh my God. Should I? Yeah. If you, this is it. it. Yeah. Use your shot to see if she'll duet with me <laughs> as Elmo. I can send your video <laughs> to her. And this is the uh, worst use of your shit. Yeah. Don't do that. No, please don't. Please don't. Oh, I would never ask that of you. That's too. Do it. Oh, no. So <laughs> I would never. I know. I'm. I'm. I get very nervous with like confrontation. I don't tend to push things like too much, and I don't like to ask for handouts too much. But also, I should just be like, okay, and do it. Yeah. Or also, you just say, hey. Like, I feel like the you can just be like, hey, like. Thanks for following me. Yeah. Like, love your work. And that way you, like, have started a conversation. You don't have to ask for something right away. Yeah. And then <laughs> if something comes up, you're top of mind. Right. Yeah. I mean, I wonder what kind of pull she has. She probably has some pull. She probably has a lot of pull. Yeah. God damn it. I love Rosie. <laughs> I I haven't even thought about her for a really long time until TikTok. And then I was like, oh, shit. She's like. She's back. She's back. She's, she's back. really back. She really is. I'm I, sorry, I, I Lee. Have, I know I, you. No, it's fine. I'm, I'm lo- <laughs> you know me, Ellie. I just want to sit and talk about TikTok for hours all day, every day. I do. I have another question, though, because I'm curious. You do, a, you do a lot of videos, like you do a lot of TikToks where you do the kind of like cut scenes, like you talking to yourself. Is it weird to like ha- make all of your content where you're like talking to yourself while you're 10 months into a pandemic of like living by yourself (laughs) (laughs) like where i'm the only character in yeah i have to play every character because i know it's like and i've i've made them as well and i'm like you make it and you feel a little insane right (laughs) like (laughs) but i'm curious like is it is it even weirder when you're like all alone like i think at this point nothing's weird anymore just because (laughs) We're so used to it. And also, I got a tripod, which was life-changing. And mm. so you realize that you don't really need someone as much to, like, hold the camera. It is, like, it's just time-consuming. Like, it's time-consuming. Yeah. And it is, like, 
it's harder obviously because you don't have anything to like react to and i've like filmed myself and then if i have to like go back and refilm something it's it's like it's like the editing process takes up so much time like it is and i don't edit very often in tiktok app i use a third-party app and like god it just it takes a long time because also since i am by myself i'll shoot something and do it like 10 times each and then it's weird watching yourself back that's for sure <laughs> and like seeing what i do do you feel like as an actor like it's making you a better actor like it's almost like it's like an exercise in acting to make all the videos i 100 percent like so feel like it has it is making me better because it's like practicing so it's like i'm getting to use it and but like tiktok has been like so such an integral part of my past year because of like the creative outlet that I've been able to find with it. And like, if I hadn't, didn't have it, I don't know what, how I would be feeling right now. Like, because it gives me like in good ways and bad ways, like I put far too much on like how many views it got or like how many likes it got. And like, I don't love that. And sometimes I have to take a break from it, but like, it gives me motivation. I, I feel like I'm actually like taking charge of like what, like, it's super hard in the industry to like get things out there without the help of an agent or like managers or all this money and stuff. So that's really cool, but it yeah. is a lot of editing and it's stressful to feel like I have to come up with like ideas like, like all the time. Especially the way that TikTok works where they're like, if you want to grow your TikTok, you need to post three times a day. And you're like, you post what? <laughs> three yeah. times a day. I, when I first joined, I had a, packed with myself to post every single day and mm. I said one a day to 5k that was my like little mantra and I posted one a day until I got to maybe like 3,000 followers and I was honestly so tired and like same thing like I was like I'm not getting views and blah blah mm -hmm. blah I just stopped being fun mm -hmm. and then when I like took a step back and was like you know what I'm just gonna make things that I want to make then the views came then the followers came and like that's I feel like that's like extra. But the thing that was exciting was like, oh, I'm making things I want to make. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like well, that's, that's the yeah. I mean, look, it's like you get to this point where we're like almost a year into this pandemic. And you just like I was just talking to one of my coworkers the other day where it's like you just get to this point where you're like, what do I do today to make my brain make the happy chemicals, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? And it's like that's what it is sometimes is it's like even like, yeah, absolutely. Like even if you make a video where you're like, no one watched it. No one cared. No one liked it. But you're like, but it made me laugh. And it, and that's like, sometimes that it's like, obviously, you get the happy chemicals of like, oh, my God, this video took off. And it's got like all these views. And like, that's fun in its own way. But they like me. They <laughs> like me. But I'm like, honestly, sometimes I'm like, but this is the thing that makes me laugh. And I just want to watch it because I think it's funny, even if it's just for me. Like, and there's like, always that like, other weird person who thinks that it's funny. And like, goes back and I have some that I've like put on private because they like hadn't done super well or like now, like now, like looking back at like some of my first ones and I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> like those were not great. Like these, they were like, the quality wasn't good. And like, I don't know. I've kind of learned the science, the algorithm, you start to see like what works and what like, it's not always super fun. Like I don't necessarily want to, only do the like desk desk ones like the stereotypical like yeah, yeah. starter kit things but people like that and you're like 
okay, that works. But then I'll throw in something really stupid in there and then it doesn't do as well, but I'm like, this is funny. So yeah, let's take a hot second. We'll hear from some sponsors. We're going to come back and talk some more about TikTok because what else did we talk about? Hi, I'm Madigan from Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist, a podcast that explores the world through a personal feminist perspective. Check out new episodes Mondays and Fridays for a wide variety of topics and news episodes. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Rage on. So you were talking a little bit about, you know, creating content as an actor and trying to keep yourself moving through the pandemic. And like one of your more recent TikToks was all about talking to a Hollywood agent. Could you talk to us about that? Because I saw that and number one, it got me fired up as hell. And I know everyone in the comments was fired up. (laughs) But let's talk about Hollywood agents and gay stuff. It's also like the best motive. It's why we like pulled the last minute audible and we're like, we got to get you on right now because there's nothing Ellie and I love more than gay pettiness. And so (laughs) we're like, oh, well, fuck that. Like, that's nonsense. No. Yeah. So yeah, please, please tell a little story for all of our gentle listeners who might not be familiar. So yeah, so I met with a, a potential agent. So it's not my current agent. That got a little mixed up in there fuzzy yeah Uh, yeah i was a little nervous because um like i do have an agent right now and so i didn't want anybody like going on like imdb and like getting mad at him because he did not say that to me but this is a a guy that because i was trying to get an agent and he told me like he's such a just a dick and so i did meet with him and i was like because I, I get super excited and, and stoked because I just want somebody like, ah, to like give me a chance and stuff. And one of the first things like I do try to, I don't hide that I am queer, like, because nowadays it's kind of like almost helpful, like for queer roles to have like a queer person. And his thing, I should have known from the beginning when he was like, yeah, I don't care. You know, I don't care what you are. Like, I don't care if you're, you know, kind of like dismissive of that kind of thing. And he was very like mansplaining and very much just like telling me I've lived here now six years, you know? And so like, I do know like stuff. One of the things that I did leave out was he, I remember he said, he's like, I mean, you're cute. You're no bombshell. So you have to like, keep that in mind. And <laughs> once again, I have like the thinnest skin. I wish we could screenshot our faces right now. Though. <laughs> I just like, I mean, we can. I, have such thin skin that literally like in one of my videos like before a girl told me i was like oh, she's a four out of ten and i was like black <laughs> i was like can't handle it like can't handle it like you don't have to say you don't have to tell me i'm hot but if you say that i'm not then i'm gonna be upset but so he said that and like and then told me the thing he's like okay well then like he very much was like what if you like cut your hair you know and then get you know if you want to play the gay roles like then you should cut your hair and like have you but framed it in a more of a way of like well have you thought about like what if you like lean into that or like cut your hair like and I was like no no like it's just you know what you know what everyone really needs is like a straight man to tell us how to be gay correctly it's just like (laughs) really warms my heart in a way like the fiery pit of hell it just warms my heart like that you know yes i couldn't believe so great 
I remember calling my mom and my brother like afterwards and just being like, are you like, I can't believe this happened because I've been pretty lucky in Hollywood not to have like that experience, like really ever. And I've had like shitty Hollywood experiences, but nobody has told me like that being, you know, being gay is going to like impact in any way or if they thought it, they didn't say it, you know? So that was like the first, like one of my first, like real, like, whoa, like Hollywood. And I remember telling my parents and my brother and everybody was like, fuck that guy. Like, and I didn't think too much of it. I thought he was a dick and moved on kind of, but I did for a really long time. Like before I, became super, I wasn't always super comfortable with like outwardly being gay, like in my social media. Like I don't have a ton of pictures with like girlfriends and stuff. I don't have really like, won't see a photo of me like kissing a girl or anything like, and I always had the idea, like before I even moved to LA of like being like, well, I'll say I'm bi, you know, like I just, I'll, I don't want it to affect my, like my the work I can get and stuff like that. And it's only been over the past like year or two that I've really like been like, that's okay. Like, and I can be myself. And like, although it seems like I'm like super, super like gay is my whole everything because of TikTok. It's really not like I say that I, me and my cousin were both gay. We say we just so happen to be and that. Like if somebody asked like my list, like top five traits of myself, like that really wouldn't be up there so much but I found like a niche and I know how important it was to have like like it, I love queer content like myself because we didn't have it I didn't I mean yeah we didn't really like no like one can thing you, can you imagine if like the the TikTok spaces that exist now had existed when we were in like high school I mean it would have just I would probably like come a out different world and realize that I was gay like way before <laughs> way so, earlier I just remember when I first started watching the L word as a straight person and just being like wow like this is just a really good storyline <laughs> <laughs> I love I love the characters yeah I love the I love the development show. of the plot it's a good show <laughs> <laughs> This this Mexican soap opera, I, I'm just, I'm really in it for the plot. Like, that's just really what I care about here. You know? I really, like, I really would have, like, phone conversations with my friend who's also gay now. And we would just be like, wow, did you see, like, the recent episode of The L <laughs> Like, and, and we were just talking. And then we, I didn't have that. I don't think that I knew, I grew up very liberal, but I still, we didn't, like, really have talks about like gay stuff like until I was like high school late high school we had the gay games the gay games came to my town in what is the gay games it's like the olympics for gay people wait what (laughs) you haven't heard of that no do we do they are the sports like gay things or gay <laughs> athletes? all softball it's only yeah. softball Ellie. gay athletes <laughs> doing olympic <laughs> things it's like oh my god be like how fast can you cut down a tree yeah abs? exactly no it's like real sports and like like everything like soccer basketball like so the gay the men's los angeles men's west hollywood soccer club won the gay games which were in Paris, like, the year before last. They won! I did not know that the gay games even existed, and yeah. I'm so, like, shocked. I would love to go. Happy. You, I'm sure. 
those parties are wild. (laughs) (laughs) You find your wife there. But yeah, it's like just a bunch of gay people. And like, I remember when the gay games were in Oak Park and I remember being like, well, why can't straight people be in it? (laughs) (laughs) Because you wanted to be in the gay games. You were like, wait, why can't I be in this? They're going to discriminate against me and not let me in, even though I really want to be in it. Even though for no reason. Just be in the regular fucking Olympics then. Like. I don't know. I was thinking everything, but I just remember that. So, but I, yeah, it would have been incredibly different. That's why I wonder, do you guys think that there's like a correlation between the media and everything, like showing so much more like non-binary, like gender, sexual orientation. And like, it feels like the amount of people who are now like gay. 100%. Right. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. But I think that's the point, right? When we're going to talk about, like, you know, oh, I was watching this this show just for the plot and, like, the weird-ass shit that we used to sit through just to see, like, a hint of a gay person in a TV show. I mean, like, I was through college into graduate school. Like, that I literally, like, you know, I, I, we were talking before we started recording about, like, you know, people who are learning Italian now to watch, like, the, the <laughs> Italian Big Brother thing that's happening. I'm like, I have learned German. I have watched shows in Spanish. Like, I have watched so much random-ass content yeah. because you're just like, lesbian? Where? Yeah. And, like, you just go, like, whatever it was. You're like, where's the subtitle pack? I will download it. I will read them on the side while I watch the video. Like, the Ugh. shit that we used to do <laughs> the to get queer content that is now, I'm like, Ellie and I can barely keep up. I'm like, I have two kids. I don't have time to binge watch every show with, like, you know, a character who mentions they've dated a girl once. Like, <laughs> I I have to prioritize. Like, I just... It's a different world out there. It, we used to have to know. watch garbage Netflix, LGBT. Oh like, remember those? Oh, they were so bad. They were they so were, bad. And I watched, like, every uh, single one of All of them. them. Yeah. And Everyone. we still watch a bunch of them. Because, I mean, you just, like, I don't know. It's nostalgic. You have to. Like, you want to support things. But it's, like, it is it is a different... The, the Gen Z world and their relation to just the the queer world is so different than ours yep. was. And I love it. I mean, mm. I'm so here for it, you know? Like, the same way that, like... You know, you get people who are like, "Me, can't cancel student debt. I already oh, paid my loans yeah. off." And you're like, "No, dude. Like, you're you're supposed no, to want things me. to get better. Yeah. Like, th- it's it's great. I'm like, I am so glad that you have such easy, ready access to like all of these things that you understand concepts that like didn't even exist when we were kids. Like, it's it's just I don't know. Can you I'm imagine? So, I'm like, I'm jealous, but I love it. Right. Can you imagine a if, if we were like, actually, we want no more lesbian movies. Like, we only got five, so you only get five for the rest of your <laughs> life. You get. Like, what the, Like, that's so awesome. You like, gotta learn German, kids. <laughs> Buck up, okay? <laughs> yeah, Sorry. Right? I remember watching Italian ones and, God, like, Room in Rome or something. Like, yes. And, oh, they're still... I mean, but the thing is, is that at least they're still making bad lesbian movies. Like, it's, we still have things to unify, you know, to I mean, I thought us. the happiest season was not good. I thought it was on <laughs> par with the shitty lesbian movies that we watched. So, except we, with much we better actors. We recorded, like, 
we did like a two-hour episode on happiest about season, how and, like, horrible it was. Oh, we still like every time we talk to any gay person, Mar- we're just, like, like eventually the conversation's gonna come around to like how much we hated. It. Did everybody <laughs> hate it? Did everyone? Okay, everyone hated it. The acting was good. The acting was fantastic. The writing was amazing. We hate it for how well written it is and how much we hate the story and most of the characters. The script, the witty banter was well written. The plot horrifically. Oh, the plot was terrible. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean like the dialogue, like the line, like it has like such great lines in it, and you're like, huh. Yeah, and I thought it's, like little things like even like problem. the editing bothered me, and that's like an annoying <laughs> thing that like living in LA now, I'm like, what was that cut? But just like really, like, like, look, I make TikToks now, and like I understand the craft. I know how <laughs> to edit. Well, I was like, you're no, at that ice skating but you rink. Do. Like you learn like legit the ice skating rink. Oh God, really? Like, and then all of a sudden you're just back in the house. Like it just, I wish it's it is a thing about learning with TikTok is like. I'm just like, why doesn't that work or something? And I'm, I'm like, it just, I just know now why it doesn't. Like, I know that yeah. this looks good or I know this looks bad, though I'm very indecisive. And so I usually send like two or so videos to my friends and I'm like, what's funnier? Is this funnier? What do we like? Do we like this one? And then I still, I don't necessarily go with what they say, but... <laughs> Get some, a new focus yeah. group, focus group testing first. Because then I'm important. like, wait, you work in corporate in the suburbs of Chicago. <laughs> like, how would you know what's funny? You know? And they're like, you literally just <laughs> asked you me. <laughs> Why'd you ask me? You know, that's a <laughs> story of my life. No. I like can't, can't choose ever. I my feel like it's the thing though, like when you ask, you know, you're like, oh, what do you want to get for dinner? And then, you know, or Don't ever uh, ask when me. my when my girlfriend asked me, oh, what do you want for dinner? And I'm like, oh, let's get pizza. She's like, I don't want. I'm like, okay, well, what about Italian? Mm, what about it's, Mexican? Mm, I am that. Uh, person. Do you want Thai? Okay, yeah, I yeah. love Thai. Like it's like you just keep just asking ask until <laughs> yeah, until well, like, the thing you actually wanted comes up. A thousand percent. Do you? And either you watch Good Place. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. cheaty. Like I like I am cheaty. I like cannot like. Oh, it's hard. It's hard to make a decision, and so like I. I try to trust myself for TikTok videos, but sometimes it just, sometimes (laughs) it just doesn't work. And sometimes I'm like, you do need another person's like view on it, but like you have to go to like specific people. Like I I would rather go to one of my friends who are on TikTok than like my brother who is a lawyer. It's its own language too. Like you have to, you have to understand the TikTok language to be able to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because if know. you don't understand the woodchuck it. revolution, then like, how is someone gonna like say, "Oh yeah, that woodchuck video is really funny." They're just I like, "Why are you doing something with woodchuck?" Okay, but wait, can I? Can I? I want to talk about the shitty agent yeah. just a little bit more yeah, yeah, yeah. because I'm so I'm still not over it. I'm I will never be over it. And what I what I don't understand is was his point that like if you want to to like be queer. That, like, you should cut your hair and then you'll be, like, more castable for queer roles? Because, like, has he seen queer content? So that's, I think, exactly what it was being implied is that, like, I, if I wanted to be in queer roles that I should, like, lean in more to that. I mean, because what is, what are queer roles? It's, like, 98 Femmes and Ruby Rose. Like, what... I don't understand. Uh, well, that's, True. I mean, in, for us, like, I feel like I, there are a ton of femme roles, you know, 
And there's so many. Like, that's why I don't even understand his point. I'm like, have you seen any queer content? Because, like, we are not, we're not, we're still kind of like working on getting representation of like a lot of, of more types of lesbians. Yeah. But, like, right. It's, it's like a lot of like the mainstream stuff is very femme. Like, I don't know if it was like his age generation. I don't even want to say that because, like, my parents are older and they're not like that. So, I don't know. Yeah, but it was there was definitely an implication of of change yourself to better fit the role as opposed to like, oh, he was just so bad. He was so shitty. And I wish I would have said something like all of these people commenting my stuff. And I'm like, damn, like I just like kind of sat there and was just like, no. I'm not gonna, <laughs> not gonna cut my hair. But like. it's like, how would you have seen that coming either? You know, it's right. like, it's not like you would have prepared for that turn in the conversation. I mean, it's a weird. <sighs> and a weird I just thing never like spoke to him again. And like, I think I just tried to make the conversation end. And like, it felt, I mean, he was gonna, it was a mutual thing to see if like this would work out like as like a, pairing and like he was like so if you want to like email to you know tomorrow and we could like maybe try and i was just never talking together yeah my point is i hate it yeah i hate it but (sighs) now i do have to say on tiktok though i will say that like the hair transition videos do tend to do really well (laughs) i love a hair transition video i have one i did one because i did did cut my hair i missed it uh, I didn't like. Well, you don't have like the super like undercut fuckboy haircut transition. That's no. I've seen a lot of those. No, I did go from like here. So I was looking at older footage, like things of me, like some of those th- clips that I put in my that one TikTok. My hair was like so long, and I've started leaning more on the mask side, like probably within the last year. And I cut my hair in October, and like to this length, I need another haircut, but we're total lockdown here but well except for malls of course yeah right total, total lockdown except only for, the essentials except for shopping in h&m so but then i did cut my hair so i did do one like where i like did a little like transition thing nice, we'll have to see nice. yeah i don't know it didn't blow up very well but um, and that didn't that didn't get you like girls flock into the dms i'm disappointed i know oh <laughs> Not so much of a thirst. Like, people don't really see me as a thirst trap. Well, before we finish up, because this is, you know, homo alone. Right. But what <laughs> what are you looking for? I'm so sorry. What oh. are you looking for in your next TikTok? In your, what are you looking for in your next relationship? And anyone in the audience who fits it, send us an email. Hey, ladies. Hey, yeah. okay. ladies. I feel like we're doing on like sleepless in seattle so i will say if you are tom hanks then i will entertain it but or meg ryan actually it's meg ryan right make a choice no i'm sorry right (laughs) i'd be okay i am like looking for so i have i feel like i've done like a complete rebuild of who i am in the past kind of like year year and a half and i'm 30 and so I am not looking to just like date casually. I would like to get married and have kids like in the next five to seven years. My mom had me when she was 39. So it makes me feel like a lot like time's not too like, you know, rushed. But I want to 
be married. I want to be with somebody who wants kids, knows that they want kids and who is like, it's just communication is huge. And I've gone through the relationships. I've gone through the shitty ones. I've been shitty. Like, and I feel like I have for the first time been in a place that it, like, I am so willing and open to like a future like and ready for that when it's right and i just don't want to like force anything it is important to me that people la based because no long distance it's important to me that it's it is la based and also i there's exceptions to every rule but i would prefer to be with somebody who's like actively in the industry in some capacity like not an actor um like i don't date actors Ooh, does that sound bad like i like how you joked today about turning our show into a dating show and now we're like let's do it let's, let's just do let's it so, no actors it. Woo, blonde hair blue eyes so i i i just somebody who understands i guess the business side of it because i was with somebody who worked in like the co- corporate world and just didn't really understand like it could be somebody who's in advertising for entertainment you know just like it it just seems hard to put my like creative artistic self with somebody who's like not at all in the world yeah. of it. But like I said, exceptions to every rule. However, six, one, two, three, four. However, number <laughs> no, one. Honestly, those are pretty good. I think good criteria, I, broad enough I, and specific enough to like, yeah. I love good. it. And look, here's the thing. Like I met, I said, you know, Ellie and I are, are always up for gay pettiness. Like I'm so serious. It's like when you, when I feel like, I don't know, I saw your TikTok and I was like, wow, what a shitty agent. Let's just like, we're, you know, we're always about like signal, boost that signal. Yes. Like that's bullshit. And I feel like same thing. It's like, I got like doing, trying to do like, I mean, for me, where I'm like, the dating world just seems like a nightmare to me in a general <laughs> sense these days. And, like, I can't even imagine, like, I'm watching so many friends, too, who are, like, doing this whole thing, like, single right now, or, like, living alone. And I'm just like, how? how? Like, good God, like, dating during this just seems, like, impossible. It's, it's just about hard. Impossible. I've been with, like, I kind of was seeing a girl in June, and I, it, for me personally, dating apps, meeting somebody off a dating app is very, has, I've never dated anybody off one. None of my girlfriends I've always met my girlfriend's in person and that is like a huge part of it like because I there's just for me I associate like a lot of pressure of like oh this is like more than friends like oh we both already think each other's like cute and like Mm -hmm. it just it it takes I want to be able to be like super chill with it but it's hard and plus with the COVID thing it's like okay so do I trust this person like will we get tests like we'll start we you start by like facetiming and things which then also takes a little bit of like it away from like feeling like a vibe like you can get a vibe Mm -hmm. when you meet somebody in person and then like there's just less way less pressure and i think that i've kind of come to terms with being like i feel like i'm probably not going to like be finding my wife until we're able to like function outside and that's okay like i my roommate moved to or she like went home to greece she's from europe and so i've been here for two months now in my apartment by myself and i thought that it was gonna be really horrible but 
like I'm doing okay. And at the beginning of the pandemic, it was a lot more scary and it was a lot uh, more difficult because like you weren't, we weren't going anywhere. At least now I go to like a park with my friends, but I was really jealous and sad and wanted to have somebody to hang out with all the time and like, you know, talk to about things. Mm -hmm. And that is, that was hard, especially when your ex-girlfriend finds that person for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Like, oh my god. Okay. We'll, do a, we'll do a follow-up episode on just that story. <laughs> on that, yeah. On that but one it's all sentence. super, super important and it was really important. I was a serial monogamous and just kept going from relationship to relationship. So for me it was really important to like spend this time by myself and like really figure out like what I want and what I need and like have deal breakers like if you don't want want kids as Mm -hmm. much as i like you like that is a deal breaker like and just yeah being kind of more serious about it which is why when i told this girl who's like 24 and i was like i don't think it's gonna work out because not because i don't think you're cool or pretty but when i was 24 i was not where i am now and Mm -hmm. yeah like i don't know what to tell you but i hey man i got married at 24 some 24 year olds are there that's true that is true (laughs) But this one is a musician, and I was like, so you're going to, like, go on tour (laughs) next year? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, "Mm." (laughs) hmm. Yeah, I'm like, I didn't say all 24-year-olds are ready. That's not what I said. Peep the Yeah, I'm like, peep the guitar behind me, musician at 24. Yeah, agreed. Right? And I'm like, I'm I'm not 24 now, but I'm just like, you're not wrong about a musician at 24 years. My brother got The point is, we're rooting for Mari if you're looking for an L.A. relationship. We got it. If you're like an LA agent who is like not like garbage, you know, we've we've got someone for you. That's all we're saying. That's all we're saying oh, yeah. here. Okay. So the ultimate matchmaking. Either episode. or, I would actually choose career a little probably right now over that. If it was like I'll no, be your agent or your girlfriend. <laughs> that's like, actually a really good like premise for a rom com. Yes. <laughs> One or the other, and then you're like. And you're like, I changed well, I guess- my mind. Yeah. <laughs> then you you get you're right at the cusp of like getting this huge job. Oh my god, the script is just writing itself. I just finished my realize- first screenplay yesterday. But oh, that's really it. exciting. Finished writing it. It's queer. It's obviously, but of course. Yeah. I just got really sick of uh, all queer movies and things like that being a. There's difficulty with like coming out. Somebody doesn't accept them and coming out. Not that those don't exist, but I was just like, mm-hmm. can't there just be like. Why is it got to be like 1800s and like everybody's like, you can't be gay? Or why is it got to be that fucking Kristen Stewart girlfriend? Parents season. Yep. Don't. Saddest season. And you're hiding it. And so mine is like, you happen to be gay. Like, you happen <laughs> to be gay and everybody. It's like a gay love story, but like nobody's like weird about it. I love, love it. it. That sounds really great. I'm excited for it. Whenever. <laughs> we'll whenever see if we it goes anywhere. Yeah, whenever <laughs> we get to see it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Does that mean it's time, Ellie? It is time. All right, it's time for our Q and gay. Q and gay. Here we go. Question number one. What's the farthest you've gone for a girl on TikTok? A, we DM'd. B, we FaceTimed. C, we took a vacation together. Or D, I moved in with her. We FaceTimed. B. Nice. (laughs) 
We Question hung out. Two. We have hung oh, out. I should have said we hung out. FaceTimed yeah. or hung out. I'm yeah. sorry. We have four choices and that's it. <laughs> I just wanted to FaceTime, FaceTime straight to a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like I've seen so many of those TikToks where they're like, oh my God, and so now many. we're in Italy together. And I'm like, what the hell? I know. <laughs> Question two. Which part of you rules your dating life? A, the heart, B, the brain, or C, the bits? A, brain, wait, no, B, brain. Okay. Mm. Brain is fair. Brain is fair. Question three is cracking me up. Are you A, the naked window neighbor, or (laughs) B, do you have a naked window neighbor? A, I am the naked window neighbor. (laughs) And I just, well, I can't believe it. I just didn't, I really thought that our windows, like I really was dead ass certain that our windows were the kind that, you couldn't see through? Why did I think that? I don't know. <laughs> to be to be honest, I'm the naked window neighbor yeah. also. But I don't really, like, I know it and I just don't care because I, like, like being naked in my space. Oh. You know? Mm. So, I'm sorry. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't really mind. Yeah. I'm like, if someone sees me, they see me. You know that episode of Shit's Creek? Have, do you watch yeah. Shit's Creek? Yeah. You know that episode of Shit's Creek with Moira and the nudes? Yeah. I always just think about that. I'm like, you know, someday I'm going to be so happy that like I used to have this body. And so like, I'm just going to, whatever. It's yeah. I, I just flaunt it while you've well, got it. Right? I like it. Right? I just, as long as nobody's like photographing me, then I don't care. I can't believe it. I really thought, I really that thought. honestly cracked me up. That the windows were... We're like, why the fuck did I think that they were like car windows? <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh, that, know. Got that privacy, Honestly, privacy tint. I don't think any, does anyone have tinted windows at their house? No, but sometimes, sometimes they'll have windows where they like reflect more, you know? It's not like a tinting, but it's like, I've seen like apartment buildings that kind of do, like you can't really, like hotels, like, you know, yeah. you can't see in hotel windows and stuff. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But right. like most, most like houses or apartments, like, you're welcome, that. West Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question four. What's the most important part of the lesbian starter kit? A, mm. the beanie, B, tissues, C, hiking boots, or D, granola? Ooh. And I can only pick one. (laughs) (laughs) There's no Um, wrong answers on the Q and Gays, okay? For me, probably, well, it's between a beanie and granola. Well, I have so much granola. I'm in a beanie (laughs) phase right now. So definitely. I'm for it. I love beanies. I have a forehead. I have like a big forehead. So. It is actually one of the few things, because, like, I I moved from the East Coast out to the Bay Area, like, six years ago, and it is actually one of the only things that I miss is, is like, getting to wear beanies a lot more. Like, oh, yeah, I have we so can't many wear. beanies where I'm um, like, no, yeah, I'm like, the day, like, the, the few days where I'm like, oh, my God, it's cold out, and I'm like, yeah. gonna wear a fucking hat. I'm so excited. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, even today, like, today it was 71, and I was like... I don't know. Like, it's kind mm-hmm. of cold enough. Like, <laughs> no, you just put up with like the sweaty head to do yeah. it. You're like, it's yeah. It's but fun. then I it's judge fine. people if I see them in like the summertime with beanies, and I'm like, what are you doing? But yeah, really, yeah. like we only get we only ha- this is beanie season. So I'll change my answer to granola once beanie season's okay. over. Fair enough. All right, question number five. Here we go. What TikTok space do you live in? A, gay talk, B, fish talk, <laughs> C, 
shan- C, Shanty Talk. D, Woodchuck Revolution Talk. <laughs> A, Gay TikTok. Nice, nice. Gay TikTok. It's the place to be, man. Yeah. It definitely is. Remember, you can give us your own answers to this episode's Q&A questions on our Twitter at Les Hangout Pod. Mari, thank you so much for hanging out with us. This was the most delightful, spontaneous episode It was so good to had. see you guys. It's been like... It's been a really long it's time. It's been a long years? time. Jeez. Yeah, it's been a long time. We should um, go back. We should. I mean, I just... The next time I can be anywhere with a bunch of gay oh people in person, I We're think I like probably will pass out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. really. my anxiety is gonna skyrocket that's for sure like yeah me and my therapist have already talked about needing to like mm-hmm. slow slow yeah. therapy mm-hmm. like and the fact well, it's no also, masks it's frustrating because it's like certain like for me like we can cut all this too but it's like i like my anxiety has always been worse with like traveling you know and so i'm like it's so frustrating because it's like i have a job that i actually travel for like not all the time but like frequently enough that you'd kind of been like it's okay i have my system i have my routine i like i do this regularly and i know and i'm fine and it's Mm -hmm. cool and then now i'm like cool i've been sitting on my couch (laughs) for like a fucking year and now like the next time i have to fly somewhere i'm gonna be like fuck fuck I just know that somebody, (laughs) I know myself so well that they're going to be like, all right, everything's open. We could do stuff. And I would be like, should we just like, I'll give it six months. Should we just just wait? Yeah. Have a night in. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I just would, I don't know, rather do that. I just, the idea of like big groups, like I saw footage of like Australia and they're not wearing masks and I'm like, whoa, like, whoa, yeah, it's, it's going to be weird. It's going to be so weird until yeah. we get our vaccines. Yeah. Shoot me up. Uh, <laughs> I know. Legit. <laughs> Where can our listeners find you on social media? So you can find me on TikTok at mtaren, M-T-A-R-E-N, Instagram at Marielle underscore Taryn. Marielle, M-A-R-I-E-L, full name that I probably should change because no one calls me that except for my mother. And <laughs> I think my TikTok is Mari and Taryn as well. Cool. And do you have any projects coming up as well? No. Whatever the next TikTok is. Yeah, things Hollywood right now is shut down. I know the ma- all the major studios are closed because of the pandemic so bad in Los Angeles specifically. But we're getting some auditions in there, here and there, but things are very slow right now. So everything is going to be self-made. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, we didn't ask you this before, but I feel like if you want, it would be really fun. We usually um, have our guests do an Instagram story takeover the week their episode comes out. If you're interested. Yes. I just have to think it'll be a lot of my cat. It's going to be a lot That's of my That's fine. Time. We have no restrictions. We literally just give you the password to our Instagram and, and like, say go nuts for cool. That's so fun. Um, this, this episode's coming out the first week of March or second week of March, March 8th. Oh, right on. Yeah. My mom texted me today and she was like, what time is the podcast? And I was like, six. Why? She was like, can I listen? And I was like, mom, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> it's oh not live. God. I'm not like, famous like that. Come I know. On. I was like, it's not the radio. Yeah. So she was oh, like, my God. Okay. That's so cute. I know. I that know. is cute, though. At least we didn't say anything. Like, my dad got a TikTok just because I have a TikTok. And he, like, made a comment about something. And it was in a video that I said literally the words, like, she railed me. 
And like my dad made a comment like on the phone and he was like, oh, well, it's that like your what TikTok, you're reading your diaries. And I was like, <gasps> no. Oh my God. <laughs> See, here's the thing. As someone whose parents like always follow and listen to like every goddamn thing I do, like I just always assume anything I put out there, I'm like, my parents are consuming this media. Like I just, I always know that. It's fine. And then do you so. just say like, well, I guess it's their it is what it is. Yeah, they are. We are not a family with like, oh no, like what if they? What if my parents realize I have sex? Some like, no, oh, yeah. it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> my mom it's still fine. thinks I'm a virgin. So my, I'm just kidding. <laughs> my mom doesn't. What, my mom just like doesn't want to talk about it. Like, ugh. it goes both. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's just an unspoken thing. You just like they know, but you don't want to actually talk to them about it. Mm. Oh, really? No, my dad, because because of course, you know, Ellie, like the first TikTok that I ever had that like did any numbers was the penguin one. Oh, yeah. Right? About, so about orgasms. It was like all about. or Yeah. <laughs> I, maybe I saw it. I might have seen it. It was like the baby penguin audio. Do you know that one? Yeah, it's like baby penguin. Yeah, no. <laughs> kind of an iceberg. So I did that with like you know like queer people talking to straight people about like you know multiple oh like sometimes orgasms. it's just like too many orgasms, right? And then they're like, what's multiples? Like what's an orgasm? Like, yeah, that was like my first successful TikTok. Then my dad was like, I saw your TikTok. I was like, thanks, Dad. <laughs> oh yeah, I get uh, kind of awkward because like I have like aunts and cousins like who, and I'm like, I guess at this point just gotta it's just how it there. is yeah yeah but i don't do too much it's not too raunchy but that one of course they had to see of it of course it's the only one the only one like, i said i got railed so Insane. either way we're gonna give you our instagram and it's gonna be great nice yes yeah I'll, that'll be me, so fun let me, yeah let yeah, me also just like drop drop that in real quick yeah i'm gonna say it in a way that i can put in the podcast so <laughs> Mari's also going to be doing an Instagram story takeover this week. So make sure you hang out on our Instagram, ask her any of your questions, ask her on a date, you know, all those things. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. This has been a blast. Dude, thank you so much for having me on. And I can't wait for us to be in Vegas together again. Uh, yes. Some point. Someday. It's going to be great. Let me hear you say hip, 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 we're gay. We love hearing from you and building community, so we want to shout out some of our favorite things each. So we want to shout out some of our favorite things each episode. I'd like to shout out Corey, who actually reached out to me on my personal Instagram account, saying that they know that we love to hear from people, and they reached out. And you are right, Corey. I stand by that. I love hearing from you, so thank you for reaching out. It was great talking to you. I also want to shout out Mickey Rose. We are having. TikTok auditions for The Flame and Mickey Rose did a beautiful duet. They are a TikTok musician and advocate for the community. So if you want to check out their TikTok, look up Mickey Rose. But thank you for duetting. You did such a great job, Mickey. We also want to shout out, I really hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, Patricia, who wrote to us from Puerto Rico to tell us how much they love the podcast. And it just, look, it warms our hearts to hear from all all of our listeners, but especially our international listeners. And especially, I think this might be the first person from Puerto Rico who's reached out to us. So it's just, it's, it's pretty cool. It's so cool. We can't explain how cool it is. We love hearing from you. So thank you so much. We're so glad you're enjoying the podcast. As always, we want to thank our Lesbian Jesus patrons, Mark Foster, Jess Klaus, Tanya Ferguson, Jacqueline Rose Nishino, Sarah and Julia, Carrie and Lawrence, Danny Gunlock-Tamora, Brittany Ray, Alana Rosen, Tara Gleason, and Lizette Stye. 
and our King Princess patrons, Amy and Ellen, Leah Henley, Liz Chen, and Evelyn Smith. Thank you all so much. We could not do this without your support. Remember, you can also find us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Les Hangout Pod. You can email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com. Or check out our website at leshangoutpod.com. Whatever app you use to listen to podcasts, make sure that you subscribe. That way you'll get new episodes as soon as they go up. We're also posting videos on our YouTube channel, so make sure you subscribe at youtube.com slash leshangoutpod to catch them. And just a reminder, you can already subscribe to our feed for The Flame, our musical that's going to be coming out in June. We have already a teaser up, and you can subscribe on any podcasting app that you use to listen to us already. If you want to support the podcast, you can rate and review us on iTunes. It makes a big difference for people to find the show and to know we are approved by the gays. <laughs> if you want to support us financially, you can join our Patreon. We have a bunch of fun perks. You get ask it. You get access to our Discord channel, which, as you know, is one of our favorite places. You get ad-free episodes. We have all sorts of fun stuff happening, like watch parties and game nights and who knows what else. It's a good old time. You can find it at bit.ly slash lespatreon. If you want some Les Hangout merch, you can get that at bit.ly slash shop. We have all kinds of t-shirts and we even have masks for all of you who need to wear your mask but you want to wear something cute and gay do it <laughs> at bit.ly slash less shop if you want to follow us individually you can find me on instagram twitter and tiktok at lsh foster and you can find me on instagram twitter and tiktok at ellie brigida with that i'm ellie and i'm lee and, and let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. soon let's hang out, out.